You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Welcome back to the Batuta Advocate Weekly News Bulletin. Got all three of us from the newsroom in the studio today. You've got myself, editor Clancy Overall. We've got Cadet Wendell Hussey. We still call him Cadet even though he is on a pretty handsome salary. And of course, we've got Errol Parker who is in strife at the missus and he won't tell us why. Well, mate, let's uh, let's gloss over that. Let's get on with this uh, news bulletin because it's hotter than Clive Palmer's fucking gooch in this fucking news studio today. So, What do we got up first, Wendell? Let's get going. We'll rip in with a big international and national story and the headline on that one is One Million Uyghurs in Detention Camps Praise China's Humanitarian Stance on War Crimes. Yes, it was all teed off this week between Australia and China. The CCP are firing off provocative memes and our government is blowing up. Using the whole thing as a perfect distraction from, of course, you know, the war crimes and whatnot. They've potentially ruined our relationship with uh, China, our biggest trading partner, who we rely on the most. And with all that back and forth going on, the one million Uyghurs who are or have been in re-education camps or labour camps in China's northwest have thrown their support behind the Chinese government. They are reportedly hoping that this newfound desire to hold people to account for human rights abuses might result in them being released from their prisons. I do not like their chances, but there was a comment on that one from Ben Cooper who said Tibet also stands with their gentle, peaceful, diplomatic Chinese overlords. And in another China story that had national ramifications, Christmas is now ruined as China bans export of fake plastic dog shit and whoopee cushions. You pen this one, Errol. Yeah, not good news, is it? While there are grave concerns for our economy, given our biggest trading partner is progressively embargoing us, it seems like our most important market has now crippled us as well. That's right. Two of Australia's biggest exports, the novelty prank objects that are whoopee cushions and that fake dog shit, are no longer available to Australians. Less than three weeks out from Christmas, looks like Australian kids will be getting some shitty gifts from the chemist or post office this year. Yeah, well, I'm in the doghouse because uh, my wife discovered I was going to give her an automatic egg cooker that I bought at the post office. (laughs) That's got to be received better than the ironing board I tried to pull off last year. What else is in the news, Wendell? Well, a story from down south, and the headline is, Report Victoria has the last laugh. For now, that is, but yes, a few short months ago, if you've been living under a rock or you had the coronavirus and were fucked in hospital with a couple tubes down your chest, Victoria was letting the team down for all of us. They were awash with the super flu and their selfish actions in letting it spread. Look to fuck everything for the rest of us in clean Australia. But they've turned it around, and as it's been confirmed, they have had the last laugh. So good on them, they can have this one. Uh, They should really focus on the big issues now, like being able to celebrate Aboriginal footballers without booing at them for showing any form of pride in their culture. What else have we got in the news, Wendell? There was another state story from outside of Queensland that we had. It was, Emo Gladys defies her conservative parents and begins transitioning to renewables at state levels. Yes, the New South Wales Premier's transformation from hot mess Gladys to Emo Gladys is now complete after Berejiklian officially moved from full-blown fraud to unveiling a plan to transition away from fossil fuels in New South Wales, which her parents, her conservative parents, Peter Credlin and Scott Morrison, were reportedly furious about. Yes, the Berejiklian government's landmark renewable energy bill passed the New South Wales Upper House this week after more than 30 hours of continuous debate. And it is yet another blow for the federal government who is seeking to keep letting coal and gas lobbyists write our national energy policy. And Emo Gladys said this whole thing isn't just a phase, so there might be more to come. 
And in some local news from here in Batuta to round out the week, a bottle shop worker has saved time by coward-punching bloke buying little fat lamb. While working the infamous Friday evening shift at Batuta's Beer and Goon, Aaron Menzies noticed one customer was waiting to purchase two bottles of Little Fat Lamb, a legally grey alcoholic soft drink best known for being 8% alcohol and turning your spew pink. So instead of letting the man purchase it, he just walked straight up to him and punched him in the back of the head as hard as he could, like he was a Gold Coast local who'd just been bumped at the bar. Yeah, well, it saved him from having to spend time drinking the stuff at about eight bucks as well. You know, I, I think this is the stuff that Darren Hinch blew his first liver out with. Tastes like ginger ale, I believe. You'd know you're a young fellow, Wendell. Yeah, it does. It does taste like ginger ale. And we spoke to that man who was cowed punched. He was in quite a stable state afterwards and said he actually felt better being punched in the back of the head than he did if he would have actually drunk those bottles of little fat lamb. So all's well that ends well. He would have got punched anyway, but yes, he, he, he was able to... Uh you know, avoid polluting his body yeah. with uh, 8% alcohol. And Fortified also, wine. And also glad, too, he didn't have to go and meet Charlie Teo down there in the big smoke to put his brain back together. So uh, all's, yeah. all's well that ends well. Exactly, Errol. Righto, that'll do us for this week. Thanks for tuning in. We'll join you again in seven days' time. See ya. See ya. Fuck it hot.